The trans cult marches on even as its harms are exposed. A 25-year-old man who pretends to be a woman was kicked off a community college campus in Texas and charged with a Class C misdemeanor for allegedly choking a 17-year-old female student. Like the teen victim, the strange adult man who goes by the name Avery Chanel Medlock was a member of the women's cheerleading team. Medlock complained that the teen girl said he is a man, which is true, and that he has a penis, which is presumably true as well. While Medlock may be the first female impersonator to choke a female cheerleader, he is not the first female impersonator to be a member of a women's cheer team. A man who goes by the name Justine Lindsay became a member of the NFL's Carolina Panthers female cheerleading squad, the Top Cats, usurping a spot from an actual woman. Top Cats entertainment director, Chandelay Lanouette, offers this sorry justification for her decision to choose a man over a woman for a coveted spot on a female cheer squad. And I quote her, My goal is to create a team of individuals that are absolute fire on the field, but are incredible human beings in the locker room, good friends, good people. And at the end of the day, you have to walk through the door first to get to that spot, end quote. I'm sure a male cheerleader is on absolute fire on the field relative to female cheerleaders, what with all that lung capacity and all those bulging muscles. I'm not sure, however, how Lanouette defines good people, because a man who sashays through a women's locker room, undressed or dressed, is not engaging in good behavior. He's doing something profoundly unjust, immoral, insensitive, and selfish. Justine Lindsay continues the trend of men replacing women in women's sports, thereby making a mockery of Title IX, which is being abused to allow trans women, formerly known as men, in women's sports and locker rooms. Ironically, as the trans cult continues its long march through our institutions, the harm being done by it and its sycophantic bootlickers continues to be exposed. Detransitioners and their parents are telling their tragic stories on websites like Parents with Inconvenient Truths About Trans or subreddits. Men who claim to be women are being moved to women's prisons where they're raping women. England's National Health Service is shutting down its only child gender clinic, the infamous Tavistock Clinic which saw a 4,000% increase in children and teens being referred for treatment for gender dysphoria between the years 2009 and 2019. An independent review of Tavistock's Gender Identity Services for Children and Young People concluded that there are, quote, significant knowledge gaps in relation to treatment with puberty blockers, end quote. On July 19, 2022, the chair of the review committee, Dr. Hillary Cass, acknowledged what critics of the quack use of puberty blockers for the treatment of gender dysphoria in children have been saying for years. Quote, we do not fully understand the role of adolescent sex hormones in driving the development of both sexuality and gender identity through the early teen years. So by extension, we cannot be sure about the impact of stopping these hormone surges on psychosexual and gender maturation. We therefore have no way of knowing whether, rather than buying time to make a decision, 
puberty blockers may disrupt that decision-making process. A further concern is that adolescent sex hormone surges may trigger the opening of a critical period for experience-dependent rewiring of neural circuits underlying executive function, that is, maturation of the part of the brain concerned with planning, decision-making, and judgment. If this is the case, brain maturation may be temporarily or permanently disrupted by puberty blockers, which could have significant impact on the ability to make complex, risk-laden decisions, as well as possible longer-term neuropsychological consequences. To date, there has been very limited research on the short, medium, or longer-term impact of puberty blockers on neurocognitive development, end quote. Deep-pocketed activists like the corrupt Pritzker family and medical profiteers, all of whom pretend to care about children as they experiment on them for their own selfish ends, have long known there is no science to support the deceitful and fear-mongering claims they make. But who needs science when leftists have been winning the culture through name-calling, stigmatization, de facto censorship, and good old-fashioned propaganda? Leftist propaganda in the service of normalizing disordered feelings and deviant behaviors is ubiquitous. It poisons not just the professional medical and mental health industries, but also the arts, social media, news media, businesses big and small, religious institutions, and the many tentacled education monster. And that is where Florida's remarkable governor comes in. In April 2022, under Governor Ron DeSantis's leadership, the Florida Department of Health provided guidance based on evidence on the treatment of gender dysphoria for children and adolescents. I quote, due to the lack of conclusive evidence and the potential for long-term irreversible effects, the department's guidelines are as follows. Social gender transition should not be a treatment option for children or adolescents. Anyone under 18 should not be prescribed puberty blockers or hormone therapy. Gender reassignment surgery should not be a treatment option for children or adolescents. Based on the currently available evidence encouraging mastectomy, ovariectomy, uterine extirpation, penile disablement, tracheal shave, the prescription of hormones which are out of line with the genetic makeup of the child, or puberty blockers, are all clinical practices which run an unacceptably high risk of doing harm, end quote. Then, in June 2022, under Governor DeSantis's leadership, the Secretary of the Florida Agency for Healthcare Administration requested that the Division of Florida Medicaid review the treatment of gender dysphoria for a coverage determination. The review set forth that, quote, as a condition of coverage, sex reassignment treatment must be consistent with generally accepted professional medical standards and not experimental or investigational, end quote. The review concluded the following, quote, following a review of available literature, clinical guidelines, and coverage by other insurers and nations, Florida Medicaid has determined that the research supporting sex reassignment treatment is insufficient 
to demonstrate efficacy and safety. In addition, numerous studies, including the reports provided by the clinical and technical experts listed above in this document, identify poor methods and the certainty of irreversible physical changes. Considering the weak evidence supporting the use of puberty suppression, cross-sex hormones, and surgical procedures, when compared to the stronger research demonstrating the permanent effects they cause, these treatments do not conform to generally accepted professional medical standards and are experimental and investigational, end quote. But Governor DeSantis wasn't done protecting children yet. Following the Biden administration's extortion attempt to force schools to treat trans kids as if they are the sex they aren't or lose federal money to feed impoverished students, DeSantis took action. On July 28th, Florida's Commissioner of Education, Manny Diaz Jr., sent a letter to all public schools in Florida clarifying Biden's extortion effort. Quote, the purpose of this memorandum is to make you aware that the sub-regulatory guidance documents issued by the U.S. Department of Education and U.S. Department of Agriculture are not binding law, do not create any new legal obligations, and should not be treated as governing law. Indeed, the U.S. Department of Education has even acknowledged in litigation that its guidance document is not binding or enforceable. As such, you should not treat the U.S. Department of Education and the U.S. Department of Agriculture's guidance documents as binding or otherwise modify your practices or procedures based on these documents. Specifically, for example, nothing in these guidance documents requires you to give biological males, also known as boys, who identify as female, access to female bathrooms, locker rooms, or dorms, to assign biological males who identify as female to female rooms on school field trips, or to allow biological males who identify as female to compete on female sports teams. The department will not stand idly by as federal agencies attempt to impose a sexual ideology on Florida schools that risk the health, safety, and welfare of Florida students, end quote. The obsession of leftists with all things sexually deviant matters because truth matters. Their obsession with promoting evil as good is destroying the foundations of civilized societies. In their ignorance, leftists and an increasing number of Republicans believe that cultural approval of homosexuality, cross-sex impersonation, and sexually undifferentiated marriage has no bearing on the health of a country. And in their ignorance, things are falling apart, the center is not holding, and anarchy is loosed upon the world.